Hi there, and welcome to The Ricardo Project. My name is Dana, and I'm so excited that you're joining me. Like I suspect many of you listening, I grew up watching I Love Lucy. My dad taped episodes on Nick at Night every evening, and some of my earliest memories involve blowing on a VHS tape marked Lucy 1, Lucy 2, all the way through Lucy 6, and watching as Lucille Ball commanded the screen. I fixated on the show the way only children fixate on things. I could copy Lucy and Harpo Marx's mirror sequence. I would do it with them while I watched the show. And I still have both the original Vitamita Vegemin script and the version where Lucy is too drunk to function committed to memory. And as a young girl, Lucy and Ethel's shenanigans were my first impression of female adulthood and female friendship, really. I mean, I feel like I learned more about self-love and relationships from that black and white TV show than I did from any of my in-person social activities. Ricky Ricardo's laughter and love for his wife was my first indication that loud, troublemaking, ambitious women could be loved too. I wanted to make people laugh, and while the mid-2000s and my post-college career often relegated me to this funny fat friend position, I Love Lucy showed me a world in which funny women were front and center. Simply put, this show meant the world to me because it showed me that I have a place in the world. I still bring Lucy with me wherever I go. I mean, I studied theater in college. I apprenticed in clowning. I got an MFA in performance and performance studies, writing a thesis about comic theory, where I used the chocolate factory scene as a huge source material for analysis. My life, most of the good parts anyway, are a direct reflection of five-year-old me going to the church of 623 East 68th Street and visiting with the Ricardos and the Mertzes. As I land solidly in my 30s, I find myself relating to Lucy Ricardo in a very different way. I see these parallels between us. I, too, am in a loving marriage with someone who keeps me grounded in reality and loves me and my... whimsy. (laughs) I, too, live in a tiny little apartment in New York City, feeling mostly content, but also stifled by where I've ended up and dreaming of what might have been. The difference at least the one that I can identify, besides the obvious, is that Lucy seems to have this blinding optimism and belief in herself. I mean, in the gospel, according to Lucy, there is this philosophy that your big break is always around the corner if only you will go and look for it. That's where the Ricardo Project comes in. I'm going back to church. I'm taking communion one more time. I'm going to watch the entire series episode by episode, and I'm going to meet you here for reflection, analysis, some laughter, history, all the things that make this show more than just a sitcom. I'm not sure what that'll look like by the final episode. I mean, between us, I'm not really sure what it'll look like by the first episode, so preparing for the end before I've even figured out the beginning doesn't seem like the best bet. For now, I'm just hopeful that it'll be a celebration of the woman who inspired me to be the most fully realized version of myself. And I hope, and I pray, and I wish that I can be that person again. So, (laughs) enough about that. We'll start with the Girls Want to Go to a Nightclub, which was the first official 
episode of I Love Lucy to air on television, although, as I'm sure many of you know, it was not the first episode filmed. Few weird hiccups like that, but we're going to watch in the order they aired on television. And as luck would have it, the 70th anniversary of I Love Lucy's premiere is on October 15th, one week from today. So that's when we'll begin. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm so, so glad you're here. And I'll talk to you on the 15th for the first episode of The Ricardo Project.